Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, June 29th. I'm Wayne Pratt. A spike in COVID-19 cases in Missouri is being driven by outbreaks at meat processing plants in the southwest part of the state. That is alarming people in Jasper County, where more than 300 residents have tested positive and more than 800 are in quarantine. I never expected that within such a short period of time, my hometown would become a COVID hotspot. We'll examine how the state is handling its most recent coronavirus hotspot in just a few minutes. There are more calls for the St. Louis mayor to step down. Hundreds of protesters marched through the central West End last night to Mayor Lida Cruzen's house, where they sat on the ground and chanted, she's gotta look for a job. The march came a couple of days after Cruzen read the names and addresses of several activists during a live web stream. Cruzen apologized Friday night. Tensions rose last night even before the protesters arrived at the mayor's house. A man with a rifle and a woman with a handgun emerged from a house on Portland Place and yelled at demonstrators as they marched past. The woman repeatedly pointed her weapon directly at the crowd. The Archdiocese of St. Louis is opposing calls to remove the Forest Park statue of King Louis IX. The statement is a response to calls by local activists to pull it down. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. Activists made clear in a Saturday afternoon protest they wanted to join the ranks of other statues of historical figures that have been removed, like the one of Christopher Columbus that Tower Grove Park's Board of Commissioners took down earlier this month. The response from the archdiocese says, quote, we should not seek to erase history, but recognize and learn from it, unquote. The statement went on to reference the sainted king's history of legal reforms and charity work. An online petition to pull down the statue and rename the city cites the 13th century king's persecution of French, Jews, and invasions of Muslim countries. It had more than 850 signatures as of yesterday. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Students returning to the University of Missouri campuses this fall will be required to wear face coverings to class to help stop the spread of coronavirus. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports that in Rolla, students will also be expected to take their temperature every day. Missouri University of Science and Technology students, faculty, and staff will be required to take their temperature every morning this fall. Chancellor Modigani says it's an important safety step. If you have a fever, do not come to campus. For the students, contact the, the healthcare services, and employees should contact their supervisors and healthcare providers. Degani did not provide specifics on how the rules will be enforced, other than saying that violators will not be tolerated. The university will provide touchless thermometers for students to use in dorms and Greek housing. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Shakespeare Festival is canceling its August performance in Forest Park. Producing artistic director Tom Ridgely says the National Actors Union rejected a safety plan submitted by the festival in hopes of presenting its 20th anniversary production. Ridgely says the rate of coronavirus spread in Missouri and nationally prevented the festival from meeting the union's safety requirements. It really didn't boil down to any kind of social distancing or sanitation that a theater could do. 
it really has to do with the progress of the virus, which is, as we know, not trending in the right direction. Ridgely says the loss of the festival's centerpiece events will cut up to half of its annual revenue. Confirmed cases of COVID-19 are on the rise in Missouri, particularly in the southwest part of the state. As Sebastian Martinez Valdivia reports, outbreaks at poultry processing plants are driving the spike. When physician Eric Martin left his home in Joplin to help with New York's COVID-19 outbreak in April, his county had fewer than 10 confirmed cases of the virus. Since returning in May, those numbers have skyrocketed. More than 300 Jasper County residents have tested positive and more than 800 are in quarantine. I never expected that within such a short period of time, my hometown would become a COVID hotspot. Martin was alarmed when he first learned a patient who tested positive worked at the Butterball poultry processing plant in nearby Carthage. After seeing a second Butterball worker, he alerted the county health department to the potential outbreak. They already knew about the problem, and uh, it seemed that they had already discussed the problem with state health authorities um, at that time. That was on June 8th. The state didn't publicly announce it was coordinating a response to the outbreak for more than a week, the same day the governor announced the state was fully reopened. During that time, the county confirmed nearly 200 more cases. I think it was basically being dealt with by the locals. Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services Director Randall Williams says his department has sent an interpreter and contact tracers to help with the response and will be carrying out community testing in four counties in the area. It came to our attention as cases picked up. I think it was one day of 33 and one day of 37. And so we immediately uh, got involved then. Jasper County Health Director Tony Moore says in regular meetings with the state over the past two to three weeks, he repeatedly reported the increase in cases to the state health department. He says while hospitals in the county haven't been overrun with cases, that could change. If you go on down into the northwest Arkansas area, many of the hospitals down in those areas are starting to become overwhelmed, and so that could potentially affect our hospital capacity here locally. Northwest Arkansas has seen hundreds of new cases linked to the poultry processing industry, including cases stemming from a Tyson plant, from which China has halted imports. Tyson also operates a plant across the border in McDonald County, Missouri, an hour south of Carthage. In a statement, the company says it's working with a private contractor and the county health department to test employees at the plant. McDonald County Health Department Administrator Paige Beam says she isn't allowed to comment on cases related to the plant. She says she's received some support from the state health department, but will likely need more support with contact tracing. Right now we're doing fine, but if cases continue to increase, we're going to need some more help for sure. Her department announced nearly 200 new confirmed cases over the weekend. The increase in cases has stretched health providers in the predominantly rural part of the state. One provider who works at a federally qualified health center in the region and agreed to speak anonymously says the last week has been, quote, pure hell. She says her clinic has done hundreds of tests and are facing a shortage of test kits. While she says she has seen cases from the Butterball plant, she's also seen a lot of school-age kids come in to be tested after attending summer camp or hanging out with friends. She worries that no one is taking precautions seriously, pointing to t-ball games she's seen with few people social distancing and an unofficial prom that took place in Carthage over the weekend. Physician Eric Martin shares those concerns. When he was working in New York, the city was more or less shut down. But with Missouri fully open and no additional local restrictions in place, Martin worries not enough is being done to slow the spread. I'm trying very hard to raise awareness and try to get something done 
and try to stop the problem or at least slow it down. And so far, I feel like we are failing to do that. The National Guard will facilitate the state's community testing in Jasper, Barrie, Newton, and McDonald counties starting June 26. Those four counties have already seen confirmed cases increase from just over 130 on or before June 8th to more than 1,000. I'm Sebastian Martinez Valdivia. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.